Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. And welcome to the program. We are live on WISN with Jeff Kowal, your host for the program. I'm Paul Cronforce. Jeff, good morning. Good morning, Paul. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm I'm ready to go. I'm ready to talk about <laughs> just a lot going on in, in the world and those world events, not just political events, all kinds of things that affect our retirement plan. So how many of you, our listeners, have been going and looking at your account balance? Uh, uh, Jeff, it can be a good thing to do or it might not be the right thing to do. Well, you're going to be happier after this week, that's for sure. Um, stocks rallied this week and the biggest week since uh, 2020. So if you are one that looks at your statements, you'll be a little bit happier, smiling a little bit more after this week. Yeah, a couple of good days, really. Uh, here the last, what, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, all up yeah, days in the days market. All, yep, yep. Makes a difference. It also puts the whole retirement planning in perspective, how we take every day the highs and lows, and we kind of overreact to everything. Well, Joe Still and John White always talk about missing the biggest days in the market. And if you bailed out last week, and a lot of times it's called capitulation, where, where investors reach a point where they just can't take it anymore, and they bail out, and now it's up 6 point, the S&P 500 is up 6.2% in just the four days. So you missed out on all that. And and I know John was talking, a couple of weeks ago, talked about the possibility that you're going to get that right, the highs and the lows each time is is infinitesimal. It's impossible. It is. It's zero chance that you're going to get it right every time. Um, the, the low and the high. So uh, we like asset allocation. We like you keeping your money in the market, maybe change the balance a little bit. But yeah, this was a great week in the markets. And I think people are smiling a little bit more this week. Well, the only way you would have gotten it right every time is if you have a crystal ball sitting in your office that actually well, works. Be pretty clear too. And <laughs> Better be crystal clear. Yeah. I don't think those exist. And that's just, you talk about trying to time the market, you know, going in and out. And like, you know, remember COVID, how many days did it get back after being down 40%? 19 days to get back. That's, yeah, that's what Joe mentioned last week. That was Pretty amazing. remarkable. It turns around so quickly. That's why you can't, um, and especially if the fundamentals in market are still good. And the analysts that we follow are saying that, especially supply chain is, is improving slightly. Um, stores, a lot of them are stocked full now because they've got Christmas stuff in now. So they finally got everything and you know they're not selling it. So now the, the shelves are full in a lot of the retail stores. Here's so. your eggnog just in time for Easter. <laughs> That's right. That's it. That's what's going on. St. Patrick's Day. I got my eggnog finally. My goodness. So, hey, Jeff, here's what we're going to do. Let's open up phone lines because on the retirement clinic, we answer retirement questions. What could that be? Whatever concerns you and your retirement, maybe taxes or lump sum rollovers. We talk about all that kind of stuff. Social security is a part of a retirement. It's not enough, I don't think, to get by on solely. So that's up to you to plan your retirement. So we talk about all of estate planning issues, asset allocation and retirement, Roth IRAs, life insurance. If you've got a question, call in now at 799-1130. Jeff Kowal is here for the next 
51 minutes uh, from 10 till 11. Every Saturday, we are live. The Accident Mortgage Line, again, it's open right now, 799-1130. A few things in the show, Jeff, your weekly features, the Boss Minute for business owners, the Sexy Segment, Wealth Management and Preservation, and in between questions or texts. By the way, you can text us, same number, 799-1130. Jeff, you always toss in a few good retirement topics. That's right. This is, we, we talked a couple of weeks ago about the great resignation, and there's a new twist to it. Uh, just by definition, the, the great resignation, um, you know, how can there be so many jobs opening or open when every employer seems to be offering better pay, better benefits, everything else? Uh, but, but the government jobs report said that what happened is that well over 20 million people quit their jobs uh, in the second half of 2021. Some are calling the big quit. Others are calling it the great resignation. But you know, a little bit, uh, there's a twist to it that I want to get to. But people have been living to work for a long time, living to work. And I think the pandemic was a reflection for everyone. A lot of them were thinking, especially millennials and, and middle management people. What do I want to do with my life? Um, if And if I don't do it now, when? So if I don't make a move in my career now, when will I ever make it? So they called it the great resignation where people quit, either quit completely or change jobs. And this is where this last week, this uh, Fox News had this article. Over 70% of workers regret, regret quitting their jobs. <laughs> Wait, so say that two, again. You, Over 70%. 70%. So 20 million quit their jobs, second half of 2021. Great resignation. Over 70% of workers regret quitting their jobs. Majority of U.S. workers who changed jobs during the great resignation actually regret quitting and even feel a sense of buyer's remorse, according to a new survey. This was done by Muse, which I think was connected with LinkedIn. Seven out of 10 workers, it's at 72%, admitted they were surprised to learn that their new roles or companies were different from what they were led to believe during the interview process. Uh, the survey of more than 2,500 millennial and Gen Z job seekers by the Muse. The Muse CEO said there was shift shock. <laughs> They'll join a new company, think it's a dream job, and then there's a reality check. Like they still have to set their alarm and go to work, I think, is what the reality check is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In some cases, job seekers don't ask the right questions in their interview process. Other times, it's because a recruiter misrepresented the role or was overly optimistic about the company in order to get, effort to get them to join. Um, as a result, more people are quitting rather than sticking it out. Um, it used to be, and this is according to the survey, the people who took the survey, um, more people are quitting. Uh, uh, you need to stay for at least one or two years to avoid a black mark on their resume. And they say, eh, no, we don't care. We're going to bail anyway. We're not sticking around for a year or two. 80% of millennials and Gen Z workers say it's okay to leave a job in six months if it's not as advertised. So I thought that, I thought that was pretty interesting that there's buyer's remorse for all those people that left their jobs. Yeah, sometimes they're so quick to think it's greener on the other side of the fence. Right. Yep. I think we've yep. all probably worked with somebody, a coworker, that's just and and that bad attitude can rub off and really bring down everybody around them. But that's always complaining and always thinking, well, I should go over here. I've known some of those people, Jeff, and they make the move, and about two three months later, I hear their regret. 
Yes. Now, unless you come to the Koala Investment Group, there's never any regret well, there. Wow, that's and actually, that's story. true. Our, our our team members have been with us a long time, and they love it there, and we appreciate them. Well, not everybody too. is leaving their jobs. Not everybody quit their job. But COVID did definitely change that that landscape, Jeff. And there are some things, and Paul, you and I talked about this a little bit. Fidelity did a study that shows some downright ugly retirement moves that people made over the last couple of years. So not only are they making mistakes with their job and, and having buyer's remorse, they're screwing up their retirements too. Um, are we going to hear about those ugly mistakes? Let's, let's talk about it now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love I these we, horror I stories. I know. They're not, they're not that ugly, but they're stupid. Well, can't we uh, learn from others' mistakes? Yes, this is yeah. Fidelity says that they, they call them downright ugly. A decision regarding a retirement planning, sometimes out of necessity. But Fidelity did a 2022 state of retirement planning study shows an alarming number of people either halted their retirement savings plan or cashed out of their nest eggs altogether as a result of financial strains of the coronavirus pandemic. And after they're leaving their jobs, they're in a great resignation. So they leave their jobs, they cash in their savings, or they don't have one, and they're not putting money away. More than 40% of the general population put their retirement planning on hold during the pandemic. 40%. And that number is even higher, 55% among young investors ages 18 to 35. They said they don't see a point in saving for, the last, for later years until things return to normal. And Paul, you just mentioned a little while ago, it turns around so quickly, you bail out on that, the market drops, especially if you're putting money in on a consistent basis. They're buying in when the market's low. And then 19 days, and that's not always going to be like that, but you know, when it recovers so quickly, you miss out on that. So you bail out because you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. And the light at the tunnel is a relatively short period out there. Um, let's talk about the Gen Xers who quit their jobs. Uh, one in five, 21% cashed out their retirement accounts after leaving. That's that's why they call it downright ugly. Taking money out of your retirement accounts completely should be avoided unless the immediate need is critical and there are no other options, not only because of the tax implications, but also due to the impact on retirement egg, nest egg. So two things, you're, you're beating up on your savings by taking the money out. Plus, you're paying penalties if you're under 59 and a half when you take the money out, unless you do exercise 72T. But it looks like these people didn't. They just cashed them out. You're paying a 10% federal penalty. We're paying a 3.33% state penalty. Ouch. Plus, you're paying taxes on that money. <sighs> so if you're even if you're in a relatively low tax bracket of 25%, you add another 10% for another 13% for taxes, you're almost 40% of your money is gone to taxes and penalties. Man. That's that's why I call it downright ugly. 40%, um, almost half. Yes. Yep. One of the biggest concerns Fidelity observed was that 71% of Americans are worried about inflation impact on, on their retirement plan, and almost one-third don't know how to make sure their retirement savings keep up. That's that's an important issue. Um you know, one of the things that we do in our office, we're very sensitive to that, is to make sure that we run a cash flow analysis and we include two things. One is we include inflation. I think that a lot of people look at their accounts. If you have $2 million at 4%, that's $80,000 a year. With Social Security, it's 120000 I could live on that. 
but then they don't plug in inflation. They don't plug in healthcare. They don't plug in uh, maybe at home or or having to pay for weddings or or uh, give to the kids things like that. And all of a sudden, they don't plan for the the increased cost of living. We do that in our planning um, uh, with our cash flow analysis. The other thing we do is plan for um, a bad timing. Everybody thinks that as soon as they leave their job, the market's going to tank. That the market is just waiting for them to retire so that they can collapse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we, we do what's called a bad timing scenario also. And, and that's proved very valuable, especially during these times where clients will call in and say, market's down so much. How am I doing? Can I still take the same amount of income? We, we go back. We look at our bad timing scenario, see if we're still in good shape. And clients, I think, get a lot of um, comfort knowing that they're still in pretty good shape, even if the markets do collapse. Well, let me ask you this, Jeff. You talk about not timing the market or not trying to time the market. Do we time our retirement? That's a good question. A lot of it has to do uh, with personal considerations. Is it affecting your health while you're staying working there? I mean, is your life going to be shortened because of the stress that's on your job? Do you have enough money, of course? The answer is yes. Uh, yeah. To the first one. <laughs> you know, anybody could, that's a general answer, yes, to that. Um, How many years yeah, are taken is... away off of my life because of the stress endured at the job, right? That's, right. that's honestly, sucking... all joking aside, you got to factor that in. It's sucking out my soul. That's... <laughs> no, not exactly. But um, You, you know, and I are lucky. We love our jobs. Oh, I'm absolutely. joking. I do love my job. I, people always ask, you know, oh, Mark gives you so much crap on his show. I'm Mark Bellingham. I'm talking. I, I've been here 32 years. You think I would continue to work if I didn't like what I did? Same here with our teammates, with our um, clients that we work with. We love them. We love them. And that's why we love the work that we do. But some people don't. Um, and that's why, you know, but don't make mistakes with your retirement plan as you go through this. Yeah. Don't make big mistakes like that um, with regard to uh, you know, yanking money out of there, paying the penalties. Don't do it. Just you know, consult with somebody before you make a move like that. Yeah, 40%. I mean, that is that is all that hard work of savings is kind of taken away if you lose 40%. Yeah, um, and a lot of people don't even know that. And there are options. We had a client call me this week and said that they wanted to uh, cash out their 401 their, their daughter wanted to cash out the 401k to to buy a home and, and it makes sense she's working in another place why don't we just move that money into a 401k and borrow it instead of cashing it out you avoid the 10 percent penalty you avoid the 3.33 percent penalty you don't have to pay current income tax on it and by moving it into a new 401k plan you can borrow it instead of cashing it out. So there are some things that you can do. It makes some sense if you just take a little bit of care and maybe ask the right questions of the right people. Hey, Jeff, I do want to just jump in quickly because uh, I haven't mentioned your website, your phone number, oh. what you got. I mean, normally that elevator speech, the market updates you hear on WISM from Jeff and his staff twice a day, three o'clock, starting the Mark Belling show in the news block in the five o'clock news block. You've been doing that for, oh my gosh. Since 97, so, so 25 years, we've been 35, geez, 25 years. We've a been quarter doing. century. <laughs> yeah, that's a long time to have been doing those reports. And I'm really good at math, too. <laughs> right. 
That's why you, that's why you finance guys use calculators. Yeah, no um, kidding. Um, no, but we've been doing that uh, Monday through Friday, 3 o'clock news block, right at the top of the hour, uh, 5 o'clock news block, sometime between 5 and 6. We give you one minute on what's going on in the market that day. That day. What's driving the market? Is it corporate earnings reports? Is it a war somewhere in the world? What's going on How that about particular Fed's day? hiking rates? That happened this yeah, week. Yeah, I want to talk a little bit about that too, uh, the, the effect it has on you. Um What's affected the market that day, up or down? We uh, also try to focus on on one item or one, you know, a so what. So how does it affect you? Yeah. We wrap it up with the Dow, the S and P 500, tech heavy Nasdaq, all in one minute, three and five o'clock news blocks, uh, on WISN. We also at coalway.com. Alyssa is very proud of it. Alyssa in our office worked for months on putting together a new website. Oh, we got to um, give a shout out to her because um, because she asked for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's reason enough to do it. Alyssa does a great job in our office, and and you have to go to our new website. The co it's the same address, thecoalway.com, K-O-W-A-L, thecoalway.com. But uh, videos on there. It's just really a, a nice new updated website. It's faster. It's so so. If you have a chance, go there. It's got a whole also, new look. It, it has changed, Jeff, and it's it's very good. It's thecoalway.com. Yeah. So if you can go to the website, take a look at it, let us know what you think of it. Uh, also, if you want to request an initial consultation, if you have $750,000 or more, close to already in retirement, um, are serious about your retirement planning, Coal Investment Group, the retirement specialist, that's all we do from top to bottom. Everybody in our office talks retirement planning. We manage over a billion dollars of assets for our clients. Clients feel very comfortable with large amounts of money, bringing it to us, having us help them with their retirement, and we care deeply about your success in retirement. So go to thecoalway.com. And if you're into social media like LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook, that's all linked up through the website as well. The Coal, K-O-W-A-L, the Coalway.com with locations. The world headquarters, of course, in Waukesha, in Port Washington. So up in Ozaki County, you've got an office with a fantastic view of Lake Michigan, Phoenix, Arizona, and also Racine, right off the freeway um, at that Highway 20 exit is the latest edition. So, and you can make, I guess you're still doing virtual you know, that's going to be forever. Oh, sure. Why not use Zoom? If somebody's in Appleton and they're a client, well, let's turn on the, the, the Zoom machine. And well, uh, we, <laughs> the Zoom machine. <laughs> yes. Uh, and we have clients in Florida and 27 states now. So we have clients, we have new clients from all over the country. So, yeah, feel free to go uh, online. We can do Zoom meetings if you like or do them in person at our, at our various offices. So a lot more coming up on the program, Jeff, uh, and we will answer questions if you want to chime in on the Acunet line, 799-1130. Did you finish that Fidelity? Is there anything you yeah. want to wrap up with? or No, that's it. When we come back, I'll talk about um, the aha moment with uh, interest rates. And, you know, you hear this uh, uh, thing about inflation. You hear this about it, higher interest rates. And it's all in the news that you hear all the time. But how does it really affect you? And when do you have an aha moment where you say, that's what it means. So we'll talk about that after the break. Yeah, Bob, in, in the Rudy Fine Realty Show before you, Jeff, talked about the 30-year fixed rate mortgage going up to four and a quarter now. Yep. And it was just three weeks ago we were at 3.8. So definitely things are, are, are going up a little bit. And then, you know what? I just thought of something. I want to go back to what I, I mentioned to you about five minutes ago, and then you picked up on it, about timing your retirement. 
It's kind of an interesting concept. I'm sure your clients ask you all the time, here's my balance. I want to retire soon, but is it the right time? And that is the $64,000 question, right? Well, but you, you can have a definitive answer to it. Some of it has to be personal. Uh, there's no way around it. But we can help with that, whether you have enough money to do it. Again, we'll take a look at all aspects of your planning. We'll look at taxes, investments, uh, the legal part of it, wills and trusts. We'll look at long-term care. We'll do a cash flow analysis. So we can help you with the numbers. What about if health insurance? Right. Yeah, you, health insurance. Oh, man. I, Medicare. I, Medicare starts at care. 65, right? So the big Correct. quandary, let's say I want to retire at 59. I need six years of health insurance if I lose my benefits at the job. I just quit. So what do you do for that gap? Also, once you hit 65, what do you do for that? And how does, it, how does your income affect the premiums you're paying for Medicare? Those are all the things that we're, we talk about. You know, I had talked to the client this week about this being the sweet spot of what we do. If you're 55 or 70, when is the right time for you to retire financially, emotionally? What are you planning in retirement? All those things. We help our clients with that all the time. I mentioned your website several times, thekowalway.com. Here's one phone number, all locations. Call the Kowal Investment Group off the air, 262-522-4040, 522-4040. And if you want to call us, of course, lines are always open during the Retirement Clinic with Jeff Kowal. I'm Paul Kronforst and the Retirement Clinic. We'll come back and hear from Aaron Kowal and today's Boss Minute for you business owners. We've got the sexy segment ahead of us and some of your questions all coming up on I. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. Wealth management is an important aspect during all stages of your business, but it may be at its most powerful and beneficial when it comes time to sell your business, including the time of pre-sale and post-sale. Unfortunately, most business owners do not pay enough attention to pre-sale wealth management opportunities. However, taking the time to plan ahead in areas such as taxes and wealth transfer could potentially create a situation in which you walk away from a sale with more money in your wallet. A financial advisor may be able to stress test the legal and financial strategies you have implemented to assess whether your planning has been effective. Stress testing can often reveal opportunities to refine and improve exiting strategies and actions, which can result in better and more profitable outcomes. According to AES Nation Research, many entrepreneurs are also missing post-sale wealth management opportunities. A large portion of business owners anticipate selling their business for a good price and turning tied up non-financial wealth into liquid financial wealth, but do not have a plan in place for how these assets will be invested and managed. Business owners often overlook this aspect because they are so focused on getting the sale itself done. But a sizable influx of liquid wealth can cause problems if it is not handled knowledgeably. For example, paying legally avoidable taxes, outliving the wealth, and making financial and legal mistakes. These are a few potential problems that a financial advisor and post-sale wealth management can help you avoid. A financial advisor will also be able to assist in estate planning, asset protection, and charitable planning. After the sale of your business, it's important to update all of these items as there may be aspects of your plan that are no longer viable. If you need a wealth management team for your business or help preparing for the sale of your business, give our office a call at 262-522-4040 
or visit thekowalway.com. Aaron Kowal, today's Boston Minute Business Owners Savings and Security. Cannot stress enough, Jeff Kowal, as we welcome our listeners back to WISN's Retirement Clinic. How many people use their business as their retirement? And in many cases, is that okay? Could it be okay, Jeff? Could be okay. Um, but you have to have an exit, exit strategy, and that's what Aaron was talking about. How do you convert that business, your life's work, into a lifelong income? How do you preserve the wealth that you get from it, uh, grow it, take income from it, and then pass it on to your onto your heirs? That's what you worked your whole lifetime for. Um, hopefully, you have retirement plans. Hopefully, you've diversified in a way that the taxes will come out. But those are types of things that Aaron and I can help with. Our team can help with that. Yeah, you definitely work with business owners and their retirement plan, just like you do with individuals. The Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. As I said, welcome back. The Retirement Clinic is live every Saturday from 10 till 11. Jeff Kowal, your host. He's the president. He's the big guy. (laughs) Yeah, you know we talked. We joked about not joke, but how long that you've been doing the market updates. Uh, that just goes to stability. How long your company? But this show, Jeff, has been. We celebrated the twentieth anniversary uh, back on sep- the week of September eleventh. Yeah, twentieth anniversary of this show. Twenty five years of doing market reports, and this year, Koal Investment Group has been around for thirty five years. We started in nineteen eighty seven. At the Coal Investment Group, we've got a great team in place, and we've got the next generation in place, and that's what a lot of people like. I was talking with a client this week; he wants to know what happens when Coal's not around anymore. Now, having said that, I'm planning on being around a long, long time. Aaron's planning on being around a long, long time. Um, so don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Nonetheless. Uh, everybody from top to bottom understands the Kowal way. So we have the next generation in place. But yeah, we've been doing it for 35 years already, so it's a lot of fun. Great yeah. clients, great people to work with. Well, and this show, I learned so much on this show, Jeff. Personally, I have over the 20 years I've been doing this show with you, but I listeners, I, I know they benefit from it uh, as they learn the same I do. So next up on today's agenda, before we get to the sexy segment, Jeff, you've got some more retirement issues to talk about. There is something, there was a Wall Street Journal article from today that I thought was really good, especially to talk about the aha moment. Um, the Federal Reserve rose interest, raised interest rates this week for the first time since 2018. Um, an, interest, an increase in interest rates means higher borrowing costs. Consumer businesses can, can expect to pay more for car loans, mortgages, credit card balances, and you know, those additional costs, cost shifts in, in consumer behavior. Um, they might you might not feel the pain initially from a quarter point increase, but they're talking about seven or eight increases this year, and then you definitely will feel the pain. Uh, you know, so so if you're if you have high interest debt, you should try to pay those off now before it starts getting even higher. Um, you know, the thought is that if the Fed raises interest rates, that um, it'll squash inflation. Um, so. You know, you can let inflation run a little bit higher, but then that eats away to your ability to purchase. So there's a balancing act there. But the article this morning I thought was pretty interesting. Talked about the aha moment. The fastest climb in inflation in the last four decades became a reality for Matthew Rivera when he ordered a plate of chicken wings last month at a restaurant. He normally pays eight to ten bucks. They were twenty dollars. The old lower price was crossed out on the menu. 
He says it's inflation. He says it's just not worth it for those wings. There were a couple other huh. examples in here. Uh, higher price at Starbucks. Cost of strawberries at the local grocery store. You know, it, it climbed the, the consumer price index grew at the fastest rate since 1982, so 40 years. So, but you don't really it. You think and you hear inflation, inflation, but you don't have that high that aha moment until it's something that affects you in your life. A couple things here. National average for gas is four to over $4 now. Remember, I remember getting it at Costco for $1.65. Um, that was uh, two, just two years ago, a year and a half ago. I, I took a picture, Jeff. We talked about it on this morning's remodeling show when it was 99 cents a gallon at Woodman's. It only lasted, I think, for two days. Um, <laughs> think of that. And, yeah, no not, kidding. and I, not to complain, but I'm putting premium gas in my new car. That's 480 I think. Yeah. So, so it's expensive. And it, you know what inflation does? It, it hits middle America, middle income uh, families the hardest. Well, this is one 27-year-old woman who's... She works in education. Um, she did her weekend trips. Avid snowboarder. Now the gas to go to her weekend trips costs eighty dollars. It was forty-four dollars in previous months. And she says, "I'm a girl who drives on fumes, so to put eighty dollars worth of stuff in her car, cappuccino, triple grande, two percent cappuccino at Starbucks is six dollars. It used to be four dollars. So when you go in there, it's like." Wait, I used to give you five bucks and I'd leave a tip. Now you're going to have to come up with extra money. Um, just things like this just in everyday life, things that are, are getting more expensive. And it's not until you something that you buy actually affects you in your life that you actually have that aha moment. And you know, whether it's gas, whether it's uh, buying groceries, whatever it happens to be, um, you know, you'll say that's what they mean by inflation. You but you end up, and a lot of times, there was there was survey. Oh, I wish I had that in front of me, but something like fifty percent of people in the U.S. are working paycheck to paycheck. So when you're working paycheck paycheck to paycheck, and you don't have a lot of money in savings, and it eats away like this, that can be really hard. Let me try one more thing, Paul. Um, I'm just waiting for the sexy segment. I... <laughs> it's a good one today, too. <laughs> it's, it's my favorite part of the show. We talked a little bit about joy, Paul. Behar? And, and... No, no, no. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> she fell off of her this... chair last week. Did you see that? I did see that. She walked onto the set of The View and fell off her chair. Sorry to laugh, but... To... It could happen to anybody, and I'm sure it's happened to me too. It's just that what she does in front of all those people. But another article this morning in the Wall Street Journal says you can feel joy even when the world seems bleak. You just have to try harder. Um, it says feeling excited and optimistic. Liz Horvath felt excited and optimistic. COVID cases were declining. Life was returning to somewhat normal. And and then the invasion of Ukraine, it's like the whole type of crushing sadness. There's some guilt about even trying to take time to do things that I enjoy when there's so much pain and suffering in the world. It can be tough. Do you know I'm a psychology major, Paul? I don't know if I told you that. Are you serious? I am a psychology major. Oh, I thought this was I, some sort of joke. No, no, no. My minor is, uh, is business. Oh, but I, so I find, these, I find these things. Oh, man, I remember. 
and I don't want to dwell on it too long, but I remember my toughest class was Introduction to Psychology because every one of those disorders, it's like, that's me. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> I do that. Don't I'm, they say psychologists are, are the most screwed up people in the world? <laughs> <laughs> I Well, I, that's my degree. I'm not practicing that. The guy that says, <laughs> lay down on the couch and tell me your problems, pulls out the notepad. Uh, it should be the <laughs> other way around in many cases. I didn't know that, Jeff, and that plays into what you do. Obviously, the psychology of investing, the emotions of investing. Well, my, yeah, my most fun class was psychological statistics, so that may have something to do with what I'm doing now. But, you know, it's it's okay to be happy, and I think when when clients come to us in a diff- with a difficult situation, whether it's a death or whether it's um, volatility in the market or stuff that's going on in the world, we have to be sensitive to that. So that's where the psychology comes in. But we also, especially at times when the markets are volatile and, and people don't know what to do, we have to be able to see some joy in life, whether it's just having a happy, optimistic attitude or seeing happiness in kids, grandkids, in travel you do, in the health that you have. It's okay to feel joy. It's You don't have to be bleak all the time. Um, and I think that people around you, you can lift other people up just with a good, happy attitude. Oh, and it, it rubs off. It's contagious, Jeff. Yeah, but it isn't frivolous or selfish for you to be happy. It, it this I thought this was a great line in this article. It says, it doesn't diminish someone else's pain for us to feel happy or good about something. So it doesn't, and it doesn't take away from somebody else. It doesn't, if I feel happy, it doesn't, it, it may lift somebody else up. It doesn't, again, it doesn't take the, somebody uh, else's I know away. what you're getting at. The guilt factor when you're happy, you're in a good mood because of something. It could be as simple as the Badgers winning last night, right? (laughs) It could be as you're just in a good mood and you're at work, you like your job, everything's going good, so you're happy. But there's a war going on in the world right now. There's a lot of people suffering. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't allow ourselves joy from time to time. And again, it can be contagious. Americans are stressed out. A March 22 survey commissioned by the American Psychological Association found that 87% of adults said rising prices due to inflation are a significant source of stress. 80% cited the invasion of Ukraine. More people rated those as stressors than any other issue polled uh, in the 15-year history. So that's pretty interesting. And again, happiness can be... uh, uh, Positive emotions are directly linked to better health. And scientific studies, so-called positive effect, is associated with longer life, stronger immune function, lower blood pressure, and lower levels of stress hormone control, among other benefits. Your physical uh, health is, is affected physical, by, uh, by how happy you are. By how happy you are. <laughs> and it doesn't mean to take pleasure in other people's exactly. agony. Like when the bears lose, you know. No, that's a different issue. I, I'm so happy. <laughs> I turn, okay. on, I turn on AM670, <laughs> the score, and I listen to caller after caller. See, you know, we've been through 30 quarterbacks in the Packers event. I, I, That's a different issue, but it's somewhat related, yes. I take joy when Joy Behar fell off her stool. I took joy in that. Is that wrong? <laughs> That's that's wrong. That's probably wrong. That's yeah. she wasn't hurt, so we can laugh. She laughed about it. She called herself a klutz, and the show went on. We're gonna come back, Jeff. Guess what's around the corner? The sexy segment. It's about wealth management and preservation, and it's every week on WISN's Retirement Clinic, hosted by Jeff Kowal, your host and president of the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. I'm Paul Kronforst. We'll be right back. Everybody's still- 
That music, the sexy segment, the retirement clinic. Jeff Kowal is here, your host. Okay, Jeff, what do you got for us today? Well, this show is for everybody. This particular segment is for those with a million dollars or more. A lot of times people don't realize that they have a million dollars. If you have a half a million dollars in your retirement plan, you have a half a million in other investments, you have more than a million dollars. If you have a half million in your home, if you have a million dollars in life insurance, you're at two million. If you own a business, you may be at three million, five million, ten million dollars or more. If you get an inheritance, could be more than that. This segment is for you. Once you've accumulated some wealth, how do you preserve it, grow it, take income from it? pass it on to your heirs. Uh, Michael Best had a nice review, a uh, summary of the um, estate and tax planning for 2022. Um, uh, Michael Best is a great law firm in, in town, a great estate planning team. We work with a number of them. And they talk about each year the IRS considers inflationary adjustments to the estate and gift tax amounts, 2022 exemptions. So this year, the exemption amount has gone up from 117 to 12.06 million per person. So that means that when somebody dies times two, if you have a spouse, that's $24 million that you can pass estate tax free to your heirs. Um, it's, it's taken by Congress to change a current law. The current law goes until December 31st of 2025. Then these heightened exemption amounts will revert to pre 2017 amounts, which were, $5 million per person. So this is set to expire December 31st of 2025, January 1st of 2026. It'll probably go down to about $6.5 million per person. It's still $13 million unless Congress acts. And every year you're allowed to make a gift to somebody. Uh, in the past, you could do $15,000 per person. Now this year it's gone up to $16,000 per person. So, Paul, if you want to give money to your daughters, you and Dawn can each give $16,000, so that's $32,000 to each of your two daughters without worrying about it affecting your gift taxes and without having to worry about um, uh, whether you have to file returns for it or anything else. So I'm just letting your girls know that you they can get $32,000 from, from you guys. I'll certainly let them know and make them aware. <laughs> It's like when I turned 59 and a half, uh, Aaron called me. He said, you're 59 and a half. That means you can pull money out of your retirement. RMDs without penalty. No, no, no. This is this. Yeah. Without penalties at 59. RMDs is at 72 now. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. But at 59 and a half, you can pull money out of your retirement plan without penalties. He said, you can pull money out and give it to me. Like that was my goal. I was waiting till I was 59 and a half so I could give him my retirement money. And what was your retort? Your probably I, or I could, keep it in there yeah yeah i think it was something a little risky a little more risque than that but i <laughs> <laughs> yeah. pounds never mind anyway but when it comes to estate planning don't just sit and forget it health issues and remarriage might prompt you to update your will that those are some of the biggest reasons life changes and you you say well i've got these high limits that you know but things change. These dollar amounts can change. But when you, when there are life events that happen to you, the birth of a first child, as an example, the birth of additional child doesn't necessarily mean that you have to redo everything, but at least requires you, I think, to at least contact your attorney. Uh, if you have special needs beneficiaries, somebody needs care with the money that they'll be inheriting from you. If you have properties in multiple jurisdictions, jurisdictions multiple states, 
Um, if you have beneficiaries, you want to control distributions. As an example, you have kids that you want them to get the money at 25, 30, and 35. That's a common way of doing it. These are all reasons for you to either look at doing wills and trusts or updating it. it this is one of the key ones that I think is often overlooked. If you have kids from a previous relationship, you want taken care of. That's where you have unintended beneficiaries. A lot of mistakes are made in this area. You have to be careful with that. Uh, again, with kids from a previous marriage, the blended families, uh, if you haven't done any planning, we do a lot of work in that area. Um, just make sure that, that with, with taxes, with regard to making sure that, the bene that your assets go to the people you want them to. Yeah, you could have um, a you so, could have a stepson or a stepdaughter that uh, has that has all kinds of problems and just looking to suck that money out of your pocket, right? <laughs> You're such a happy guy, Paul. Yeah, they're, they're just looking to suck it out of your pocket. But there, you know, there are th there are reasons that you want you don't want um, the ex the the next, especially with in laws. You don't want your money to go out. There on it, you know, you want a lot of times you want your kids, your grandkids to get at that money, not ex spouses. So you just have to make sure. Well, they every blended families, every family's th different. That's what every family's different. Yes, yeah. And again, the article is from Mike Michael Best. That that part of it. So uh, the the limits, great firm, a lot of good estate planning for firms that we work with that are close trusted partners of ours. Good stuff today, Jeff. In other words, an estate plan like a revocable. Living trust. That's what Dawn and I have a trust, right? Yes. That yep. means we can make changes. You can revoke things. You can add a beneficiary, take one away. Suddenly, I, I get in a, a, a fight with one of my kids. I can take him out of my plan. <laughs> Stuff like that. That's true. Exactly, Paul. <laughs> you got it. So, Peyton and Sydney, be nice to your dad. Right? That's that's the bottom line. The whole purpose <laughs> of doing this segment. <laughs> that was good stuff. It really makes you think, though. It it does because the uh, landscape of the American family has changed. It's not leave it to Beaver nineteen fifties anymore. Yeah, so. and you don't sit it and forget it. There are things that happen in your life that you, that require you to to take a look at your estate planning. We'll be right back with the closing of today's retirement clinic and some information for you regarding the Cowell Investment Group here on WISN. Wrapping up today's retirement clinic, Jeff Kowal, thanks for another fantastic show. How do we reach the Kowal Investment Group off the air? Again, go to our website, thekowalway.com. Uh, new website, take a look at that, or 262-522-4040. If you're a do-it-yourself or tired of do-it-yourself, if you have assets scattered all over, time to consolidate. Retirement planning is all we do, the, thekowalway.com. Yeah, the, the website, a big shout out to Alyssa. It has been remodeled, revamped. It's been redone. It's fantastic looking. TheKowalWay.com. It's the same web address, but a new site. Uh, give it a look and call 262-522-4040. Jeff Kowal, have a great weekend. Thanks, you too, Paul. Thanks for tuning in once again in WISN, the Retirement Clinic, 10 a.m. on Saturday mornings.